Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 12th of December. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on those all-important doors. And last night, we did see the US market push modestly higher again, uh, some indices closing at 52-week highs. However, some caution as well before the uh, inflation number comes out and the Federal Reserve meets. We did have the Dow Jones closing up 157 points, or 0.43%, 36,405 points. Had a high of 168 up and a low of 17 points down. Not a particularly massive trading range there. NASDAQ up 29 points, or 02 of a percent, 14,432. And we did see the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as always, 0.39% higher, 18 points, 46.22. The Russell 2000 up 0.15%, three points, 18.84. And the VIX volatility index rounding out the important US numbers up 1.1%, 12.63. Our SPY futures showing a gain of 13 points, but not really going anywhere in a hurry. Waiting for that Fed, waiting for the Bank of England, waiting for Godot, waiting for the ECB, waiting for something. Uh, Yesterday, resources came under the hammer. We did see the golds and especially the lithium stocks uh, under some pressure, and I suspect that will remain the same today. But 13 points better on the SPY futures. Over in Europe, we had the stock 600 up 0.3, the FTSE down 0.13, Germany up 0.2, France up 0.3%. Asian markets a little bit weaker, well, a little bit mixed, to be honest. Hong Kong, 0.8% of a percent down. It has now lost the mantle to India, uh, with India now the seventh largest stock market by capitalization on the planet. Uh, Hong Kong now slipping into number eight. Uh, that was down 0.8%. Japan up 1.5%. And China up 0.7 of a percent. U.S. Treasuries, not an awful lot going on there last night. U.S. 10 years, 4.239, up one basis point. The two-year, 4.719, pretty much unchanged. The Aussie, 4.368. We have seen Oracle numbers out in the U.S. after our stock down 7% on the back of a bit of a miss there. And perceptions that maybe they're not AI-ready. Uh, We did see the University of Michigan Consumer Survey signaling a resilient economic activity and cooling inflation, which is igniting hopes for that much-coveted soft landing scenario in the U.S. More on that in my article this morning. Other standouts in the U.S. were Macy's, which jumped 22% following reports that an investor group is launching a bid for around 5.8 billion U.S. dollars. And a federal bank in New York survey released yesterday, well, last night in the U.S., uh, U.S. consumers' near-term inflation expectations have dropped in November. All right, looking at U.S. stocks, NVIDIA had a bit of of a weak night, down 1.9%. AMD, though, doing better, up 4.3%. Netflix, up 1.4%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 2.2%. In car companies, Tesla, 
down 1.7%. Amazon down 1%. Alphabet Spaghetti down 1.4%. Microsoft down 0.8%. Apple down 1.3%. Oracle was up 1.3% in normal trade. But as I say, the results came out after hours. One of the last set of results to drop from the US reporting season. Uh, that was down around 7% after hours. We also saw US banks not doing an awful lot, to be honest. JP Morgan up 0.4, Bank of America down 0.4, Wells Fargo down 0.2, Goldman's up 0.3, Morgan Stanley up 0.7. Looking at CBA overseas, pretty much unchanged as they were in Australia. We had UBS up 0.1, used to be smart, Barclays down 0.5, and Deutsche up 0.7 of a percent. In overseas trade as well, ResMed up 0.4 of a percent. Looking at commodities, well, we did see the Brent crude price continuing to stabilise, hardly rallying really that hard off its lows. But Brent crude, 76.14, 30 cents up 0.4 of a percent. WTI up 18 cents or 0.25%, $70.95. The gold price came under a little pressure, giving away that $2,000 level, down 22 bucks or 1.1%. This was on the back of the US dollar index, increasing by James Bond, 0.07%. The Aussie at 65.68 there. Platinum down 0.4%, silver down 0.7%. On the LME, a little bit of weakness there, so I'm not sure we're going to see too much in the way of uh, resource rebound, but we had copper down 1.3%, nickel down 1.5%, aluminium down 0.7%, zinc up 1.1%, lead up 1.7%, and ton down 1.4%. Iron ore still staying very firm, up around half a percent. Coal uh, had a better night, lithium and uranium uh, pretty much unchanged there. Looking at overseas miners, BHP down 0.6% in ADR terms. Rio down 1.5% in ADRs. Glencore down 4 Freeport McMoran down 07 Vale up 0.4%. Anglo-American, which had that big 19% fall on that big copper production cut, uh, failed to ignite on the upside. No bargain hunters really in that one. Down 0.8%. Lithium stocks also eased. Arbomile down one1 SQM down 2.3 and Sigma Lithium down 4.1%. Oil and gas stocks not doing much at all. There is a few things happening today in our market. Let's run through the economic ones before we get on to stock specific. We do have Michelle Bullock speaking in Sydney on modernising Australia's payment system. And we'll take questions afterwards. That's very nice of her. At 10.30, we have the Westpac Consumer Sentiment Index. At 11.30, we have NAB Business Confidence, plus some ABS data with monthly business turnover indicator, overseas arrivals and departures, and an overseas market, the COP Out 28 summit is ending, more like a trade fair than an environmental summit. Uh, UK data as well, we've got unemployment there from the UK. Looking at our market today... The big news will be that Sigma will come out of a trading hold at the start of trade. Uh, that, of course, is following the merger, in theory, with Chemist Warehouse in an $8.8 billion deal. Uh, there's still a few regulatory hurdles to cross before that is a done deal. One of the biggest falls last night uh, was in Bitcoin. Uh, maybe a little bit of uh, year-end, uh, I guess, book squaring. 
uh, but it was down as much as 7.7% at one stage, which is the biggest intraday decline since August the 18th. Uh, it was down 7.5%, just hovering above $40,500 US, uh, and most major cryptos also fell, with the index of the largest 100 digital assets sliding the most since November. So interesting there. All right, more stock-specific stuff this morning. Uh, we have got some news out from uh, ResMed, uh, which is uh, some good news. They've issued a press release regarding the patent infringement complaints filed in June 2021. Uh, this is on ResMed's AirSense 10 Autoset Flow Generators. Uh, the court has found that all challenged claims across the seven patents were invalid. Uh, the claims against ResMed were invalid. So that's uh, some good news there for ResMed. Fletcher Building upgraded to neutral from underperform at Bank of America. Cochlear, uh, certainly not falling on deaf ears, but they are upgraded to overweight from market weight at Wilson's. Target price increased there to $318.46. Wow, that's a big increase from the target price they had of $230.84. Certainly a big increase in target price there. Carnarvon Energy has uh, commenced the board succession process. The chairman, Bill Foster, to retire at the 2024 AGM. There was some news out as well last night with uh, PointsBet. Ed Craven's EasyGo Gaming has built a 4.2% stake in PointsBet. Uh, Ed Craven and Bjorn Tirani own a stake in well, they own a stake in Stake.com, the cryptocurrency casino, as one analyst put it. Pilbara Minerals has downgraded to neutral from buy at City. We did see some uh, downgrades from City uh, for the metal and a number of lithium miners yesterday. The target price cut in Pilbara Minerals to $3.90 from $4.40. In the AFR this morning, there's an article on the battle for Whisper. There's obviously a bit of a shout going on there. Soprano is going to the shareholders as the Pendula bid looms. According to the article of Street Talk, understands private equity-backed Soprano Designed will lodge a second bidder's statement on the ASX later today, doubling down on its bid to take Whisper private. Uh, the current bid is an all-cash takeover bid for Whisper at $0.48, cents, which the board has rejected, saying it does undervalue the company. An independent expert valued Whisper shares between 48.59 to 56.49. Uh, Pendula also is uh, planning to submit a non-binding indicative offer and it has ongoing talks towards the top end of the price guide. So that's one for the Harry Kane uh, traders amongst you looking for uh, some uh, upside there in Whisper. Uh, WSP is the stock code there currently in stock trading at 52 cents so not an awful lot of upside there well that's about it nothing else really has popped up on the horizon today all waiting to see those us november retail uh, cpi numbers and of course the fomc which does come this time with the added bonus of having dot plots and of course the q a with federal reserve chief jerome powell which should prove an interesting and illuminating experience for all in the meantime have a great day. May the trading gods be with you. And we'll talk to you again later today in the members exclusive podcast and this afternoon in the end of day podcast as well.